Did you know that with Drizzly, you can get drinks delivered to your door in under 60 minutes? Yep. With Drizzly, the number one alcohol delivery app, you can shop a huge selection of beer, wine, and liquor, including favorites like Don Julio and Bullet Bourbon. Plus, you can shop across multiple stores in your area to find what you want at the best prices. Download the app or visit drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y and use code SAVE to save $5 on your first order today. I kind of like your microphone better. It's just I got to get it to, uh, I got to get the cord issue fi- and then figure out the settings thing. I mean, it sounds good, dude. Why not? Okay. Right. Yeah. Do I sound all right here? Yeah. Sweet. No, I mean, dude, no one's li- no one li- is listening right now because they think we have great voices. So that's for sure for me. You have you actually have a really good um, radio voice. One sec. You know, I used, to, I used to do radio, which is kind of funny. Did I ever ever told did you? Did you really? That? Yeah, oh, dude. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was a morning show stunt boy at B93 in Modesto for like a little bit. So what, you you would go out into the field and, and like do shit? And- yeah, they, they would uh, like they'd send me out to. So my name was Cousin Cletus on uh, on the radio. Damn. I can't believe I'm telling you the story. Um, yeah, my name is Cousin Cletus and um, I, they would do stuff like. Like, okay, here's a good example. Like back in the day when not every car uh, stock had an alarm, um, the radio station, the morning, the morning show hosts sent me out to the ninth, the, like the ninth, there's a big parking garage at ninth and J street in Modesto, right across, or right, right across from uh, Brennan theater. And they were like, there was a big concert called summer, summer fest or summer jam, summer jam. Summer Jam, Summer Fest. Summer, yeah, something like that. I don't know. But they were giving away tickets and they were like, okay, we need you to find cars and then we're going to call your cell phone and then you're going to describe the car that you're looking at and then the caller is going to say, yes, it has an alarm. No, it doesn't have an alarm. And then I would have to try and beat on the car to set off the alarm. It's it's, And then again, it's like six seven o'clock in the morning when everyone's driving to work parking in a parking garage and there's me (laughs) looking suspicious trying to set off car alarms and i'm like dude i tried all morning and i could not set a single car alarm off i'm like i'm like i was like i'm looking at a bmw right now brand new bmw with a with a moonroof and they're like hit it (laughs) so i started hitting this car and they're like, hit it harder. And I'm like starting to bang on this car. And I'm trying, I'm like, I'm not going to dent it, but I'm, I'm hitting it hard. And I'm like, the sunroof's open. I could probably like get my hand inside there. They're like, do it. So like, I, I, dude, I look so horrible. I have my arm inside, like the sunroof trying to set off the motion. I was just waiting for like, please God, let it just say Viper stand back or something <laughs> protected by Viper. You know what I mean? I was like, nothing, dude. And then because the bit was bombing, they called the police on me. The they're radio like, station did. Yes. They're like, Sweet. They're like, <laughs> this is going to make for good radio. There's a suspicious character with tennis ball yellow hair downtown in the parking garages. And the police came and I was like, dude, this is, it sucked. It was awful. But were you, I didn't were you get paid for this or? 
No, I mean, no, I was doing it for like free concert tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was a kid, dude. So I was like, they're like, we'll give you free concert tickets. And I was like, that's good enough. Yeah. Just go pound Why on some cars, man. Yeah, dude. Like I was already staying up all night anyway. So here's my deal. Like I was, I was working in like the, the, I was a, a, like a web designer. Um, and that was my business. I did it. I was a freelance web designer. So I would design websites all night, play World of Warcraft or Diablo 2, and then like just go to work when everyone else is waking up. I'm like, it's my 10 o'clock, so I'm fresh and peppy. And I would go down to the radio station, do my morning bit, and then go home, go to bed. Sweet. Yeah, it was hilarious. But anyway, it has something to do with big bikes. Just telling you my story about how I grew no, up. No, man, doing, I love it. Doing radio. Um, but dude, hey, we started last week's episode with like, man, what a crazy week it, it's, it was and how much news there was. And then the next morning, because we, we shot this, we shot this, we recorded this last, last, uh, you know, I forgot to even introduce this. Hey, everybody. We just jump right into this. Hey, everybody. <laughs> it's Isaac from Big Bike PMX. Welcome back to another episode. I have my trusty bestie in the bike world. Craig, Craig's yo, yo, here. Yo, what's up, Craig? Uh, so, man, we just jumped right in. I forgot to to uh, to announce us and everything like that. But hey, we're stoked you're here. We're stoked you're listening, and uh, we're just kind of recapping because, like, it's kind of funny the way this went down. Last week we talked about some big news, and all day last Friday, SE Racing. Hold on, let me open this. There we go. Um, last last Friday, SE Racing. Uh, started dropping pictures of a purple and yellow bike. And by the time we recorded, we were like the LA Ripper. They dropped the LA Ripper. And then what yeah. happened? <laughs> I was going to say, let's, uh, let's talk about how that bike kind of got teased out and shown in little snippets. Did we go over brilliant. that already? It was. It was I mean, what'd you think? I mean, was it, because because what was going on if if you guys didn't see it and i'm sure you did at some point um todd lyons had taken pictures of and we i think we talked about this last podcast but what we really didn't get into was the craziness of these photos around los angeles and todd um putting very very small windows or little little t sneak bits of the bike in plain sight but it was hidden. I mean, did you get tripped up by that one at the Staples Center, that photo that had the spoke going through the center of the picture? Like, dude, okay. I didn't even see that, dude. No. So here's the thing. Uh, and, and for those of you listening, go look at Todd Lyons' Instagram, uh, at Todd Lyons. And then scroll back and look for the picture that says it's just the outside of the sign of the Staples Center. And... If you look at it, it just looks like there's, I, I, I literally thought it was an antenna. I thought it was like a GPS antenna. And I was like, Come oh here. man. Totally. Because I, like, here's the thing, Todd, Todd, the wild man, lions. We all know this. Todd's also a dad. And so um, you're going to see pictures of Todd. You're going to see pictures of Todd with his daughter all the time um, as, as dads do. And so in my dad life, I could literally see him. Like his, his daughter has the phone driving by the Staples Center. And he's like, Hey baby girl, take a picture of that real quick. And she's like, okay. 
poof, takes a picture. And then he posts it because he's like, he's in LA. I could totally see that dad moment because that was the first tease picture that he did. So I was like, oh, it's a picture from inside his car with what looks like a reflection. And um, I was like, I figured the type of car Todd drives has, a, has some type of weird GPS because he's in LA. And that's all it was. I was like, Staples Center, cool. He lives in LA anyway, right? Didn't catch on. Now, the next picture that he posts. Do you remember what the next one was? Was the next one was no? The, I, I I don't remember. I, I remember this the spoke, and then shit. I don't know what was the next. Okay, one. Okay, so the next one was a mural of Kobe. Yeah. And if you looked, and it was just a picture of Kobe, and that was it, just a mural. But if you zoom in on that picture, bottom right, bottom right by the rings, you can clearly see the 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 handle grips and the donuts for the uh the la ripper it says los angeles plain as day hidden in plain sight on that on that picture nobody saw it nobody caught on myself included same here then he posts another picture of of uh some some more i think it's another mural that's another outside door graphic or outside graffiti graphic and over on the right hand side there is a wheel and a hub of just a, like the front fork. Again, not weird for Todd Lyons to post a picture and just think like, oh, he didn't, <laughs> he, he, there's, of course he rode his bike, put it against the wall and took a picture of this cool mural. Yeah, of course. He didn't, he's not just hiding a brand new bike drop right there in front of Jesus and everybody, but he was. And then, and then, you go, and then all of a sudden, like, then he posts, uh, the next day I wake up and he's on the overpass looking at downtown LA. And that's when he, sh he finally was like, nobody is getting this. So he makes it captain. He just captain obvious is it and posts the head tube blurry, like with that bokeh and the downtown LA is super sharp. And then we're like, oh, wait, is that, is that a new bike? <laughs> is that a new bike? <laughs> <laughs> he nearly had to post the whole fucking picture for everyone to see it. Yeah. And um pushed it right in your face. Yeah. And so you're like, wait a minute. He's been promoting this thing for like two, two and a half days, and no one's caught on. And so then uh like then we see it, and then I, I don't know, like going back, you look at it and you're like, what I thought was a GPS, the very first picture, what I thought was a GPS antenna. Look at, look at that picture. It's a wheel and it's a spoke. And now I tell you that it's a spoke plain as day. You can't not see the spoke. It's so obvious. It's so obvious. And that so, it wasn't obvious. Right. And you know what? Like, okay, so <laughs> I'm going to get just away from this for a minute because here we are today. So what does is, what is Todd and SE do? Um, let's, let's jump just real quick. You know, the, the New York NYC Ripper made its debut today right you saw it yep going back to what we we're looking at on the la thing that you were just talking about the la ripper did you not look at every damn photo that he put out today with super pinched out zoom eyeballs trying to figure out like what was going on? i'm like oh dude i got his i'm sitting there zooming in on every photo dude he posted a picture of himself at the beach midweek like inside of a beach ball. And I was zooming in on that to look for like a sticker that he's like, something's happening. 
because on our show, he, when, when we interviewed him, he's like, I got a lot of bikes dropping. He's like, we've got a lot coming. And I'm like, oh, yeah, really? he said it. He, he told it. us. Yeah. And so now after like, it's like I have PTSD and like, I have like bike PTSD now because I like missed out on all that Todd stuff because he hit, he hit everything. And it was like, I'll be honest, man. The, when I started noticing that like there's stuff hidden in his pictures when he was releasing the big ripper, the LA ripper, I, I went on Facebook and on Instagram and I'm like, look, look. And then I was like, I wanted someone to I see it. I saw that. I saw that. And, and nobody was seeing it. And I'm like, look closer hidden in plain sight. And then people are like, what? And I'm like, zoom in. And someone's like, is that a grip? Is that a purple grip? I'm like, yes, bro. <laughs> and then that's when people, st- then the wheels started turning and everyone started looking. So then the LA Ripper drops and I woke up. So like we recorded our last episode last Friday night, woke up in the morning, uh, woke up Saturday morning at like, I slept in, dude, I was tired. I slept in, it's like 930. And um, the first post I see is, uh, is, is, it's not even like, it's, Essie had already released the LA Ripper pictures. And so Todd, the, the first like scroll through that I stop on, it says, Todd, it's like, so what's everybody, is anyone riding around LA today? Is anyone doing anything in LA? And I was like, oh, I bet people are going to look for this bike. Then I find out SE released the LA Ripper on their website and it sold out like in five, 10 minutes. And yeah, it went really damn released. fast. Yeah, did you, did you see how many they made? 300. 300 of that bike 300 and it was gone in like 10 minutes so i was like oh man i subsequently had to go to phoenix bike company to pick some stuff up and like when i was on my way over there i was texting you i think dude i took i went i like did a search for la ripper and i texted you a picture like look at this bullshit because somebody was selling the la ripper for like 3200 dollars thirty two hundred dollars and the retail on it was what seven seven eighty five or something like let's say yeah. eight hundred bucks eight. yeah and don't forget the shipping on that was also two hundred bucks right two hundred and fifty nine dollars right and yeah. so so we just <laughs> we were laughing i'm like oh my god can you believe this no it, so it, it was crazy it's nuts dude it's and it's genius nuts. at the same time right can you not deny the absolute awesomeness of of doing it that way and instead of you know conventionally okay uh releasing bikes here they are at the shop here they are on the website let's have a little fun with it todd Todd, dude i'm gonna give you credit right now you're an excellent hype man excellent hype man uh, (laughs) it pains me to say this dude because like i always say this i'm not a todd lyons fanboy but man dude that was textbook like he made that shit so much fun that all week long I've been zooming in on his pictures, looking for whatever. Yeah. And, and then, uh, what, what happened yesterday? Yesterday he posts a picture of, uh, what's it say? Um, no sleep till Brooklyn or something. Yeah. It's like a, yeah, no sleep till Brooklyn. It's Brooklyn bridge. And what's the first thing I was like, I think like I, beasties right yeah i was like beastie boys here we go it's a beastie boys bike and i i zoomed in dude and i was like great and i think i instantly texted you like check it out mfr <laughs> go to todd's page <laughs> go to todd's go to todd's instagram 
and and uh like you do it and you like send me a picture and you could see look in the bottom bottom picture and there you could just see the happiest man on earth d blocks riding a wheelie flexing i assume he's riding a wheelie you just see d blocks having a great ass time it, yeah like, he's got he's got his his uh he's flexing flexing quick. you can see him from about the muscle up to his head yeah you know totally just looks like he's smiling having a good time yeah but you never see you never you know i would have never zoomed in on that of course not who does i mean that's that'd just be odd if you did that with every photo but you know we do it with bikes a lot if we're looking at you know a bike and oh you know what does it got on like a lot of guys i'll put up a picture and i'll totally get comments like oh i didn't know it had such and such brakes on it or wow look at this you know they're really looking at details but after the la ripper big ripper I'm looking at these photos now and I'm like zooming in. I see there was a picture of like maybe a building with some windows. It might've been the Apollo cause there was a picture of the Apollo marquee sign. Yep. And in the window was just the very end or what you could see of a pair of ODI grips. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there's the grips dude. Like now, Oh, I caught onto this shit. I caught onto this shit. Right. Yep. But it's still, we all did though. It was funny because mm. like you look at the comments on there. The first comments after he posted are like ODI mushroom. I see a blue yeah. grip. But then also you brought up a good point because first thing we thought of the Brooklyn Bridge and he says no sleep till Brooklyn. We said Beastie Boys, right? Yep. Um, okay. There's been a, a a public enemy big ripper. What would hundred percent? What would follow that if you're showing New York? No sleep till Brooklyn. Brooklyn Bridge. It's got to be Beasties. Yep. But I no. didn't, dude, dude See, that I didn't was the teaser. That, that was, was the bait, dude. That was the bait. It was because you got to think like the BC boys always, they always shout out all the boroughs. And so the next time, the next thing when he posted something else, I'm like, oh, they're just going to shout out all five boroughs right now. Here we go. Right. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, he's like, next, he's going to post something to Queens. He's going to put like, here we go. And so I'm like, dude, it's on. And uh, then there was another picture of, oh, you just saw the orange, like the very, on the very bottom of the picture, just like an orange pad. And, um, dude, my, my Instagram was, and as soon as I saw it, I posted a story. I was like, I was like, get ready, camp out at your bike shops. Cause something's up. I was like, Todd, Todd is doing something. Start camping out at your bike shop. Cause like all week long, man, every single post on everywhere was like, you know, who hasn't, who has an LA Ripper? I need an LA Ripper. And because they were so scarce, excuse me, because they were so scarce, we were all looking for them. Like my wife wanted one, Bren wanted one. She's like, dude, I got to get, I want, she doesn't even like care about bikes as much, but she's like, I think I've told you this dude, like my wife loves Kobe and the Lakers. She will argue about the Lakers all day. So she was like, I kind of want that bike. You know, so I like call the Phoenix Bike Company. I'm like, do you have any? They're like, dude, we're, they're sold out. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> and I showed her how much they were. And she's like, yeah, I don't want one that bad. And I'm like, yeah, you, you're not getting one that bad. Um, so <laughs> I had fun. And you know what? Um, I, dude, I had fun going on, um, you know, the marketplace apps and just seeing and on eBay. Yep. Kind of seeing where, okay, here they come. They're going to yep. come and dude, it's going to be it's going to be a pretty high number. I didn't think I would see 3000. And then I saw over 3000. Yeah. 
Oh my, oh dude, these things are hot. Yeah. They are so hot. Yep. You know, and they should be limited edition LA Ripper, you know, here comes New York. And then after, okay, so they announced the New York Big Ripper. Yeah. Okay. Cause you know, I saw that head tube badge sticker mm-hmm. with the cityscape on it. Yep. And I was like, dude, this could totally be a, a, a New York Ripper. Obviously, we had LA, but it could be so many other things. So I'm still kind of wondering what's going on. Mm-hmm. Right. But then, okay, NYC, boom, NYC, Big Ripper. The comments underneath, like, Oh, are you gonna make a Boston? Are you gonna, are you gonna, or whatever? Are you, are you gonna make a Miami? Are you gonna make this? You know, people are already throwing out ideas, yep. so the hype is still going after the bikes already pretty much been called out, right? Yep. So that part was cool. I love it. Yeah, I absolutely love it. I love that, like, when a time when there's no bikes to be seen anywhere in most shops, that like they're able to pump out some bikes even if it's a limited edition 300 bike themed at different parts of the country. And like, even though I'm not in the market to buy a bike, cause I mean, I just, I, here's the thing. <laughs> Another thing you should know if you listen to the show, um, Craig and I are not sponsored by SE bikes. We're not, we don't get anything free like bikes or anything like that. Like we buy our bikes. I just bought the PK Ripper, which pretty much killed all of my bike budget. For the rest of the year, I'm not a, I'm not buying a new bike. Um, so for me, it's so much fun to watch other people, my friends that I've made online on Instagram and on Facebook. It's so much fun for me to see them hunting down the bikes that they really love, because I want them to love it as much as I love my PK. You know what I mean? So like, I I think this this brings me so much joy to watch people like hunting down these bikes and getting like as stoked about their bike as I am about mine. So. It's really yeah, kind of cool. And it's same here. You know, everyone's got to go through the process of, of, you know, getting hyped on it. Then, like you said, finding it, hunting it down. I mean, I thought you had to be in LA to get one of these bikes. And then Phoenix Bike Company got one and other bike shops may have got one. So they're out there. The, here's the cool part. Okay. This release of the LA Big Ripper and obviously now the New York City NYC Big Ripper when they're announcing these they're available mm-hmm. okay so it's not like they announced this several months ago okay and said okay coming in summer of 2020 it's like we announce it and then you go get it tomorrow you know? yeah. yeah ready <laughs> go I mean yeah. it's that's that's a that's also really dope because the hype's built, it's released, it's announced, whatever, and you can go get that bike within a within the next day or two or Dude. that weekend, whatever, right? Yeah. And here's here's the other fun part. The LA Ripper was just last weekend. And they're still posting like like uh Lars Young, who they were just posting on Thursday, like his unboxing, which is a great video if you haven't seen it yet. Um go watch his video. Uh I am Lars Young is, is his Instagram name. Um, like he had a super fun unboxing. Like he's, he's at the shop. It's like him 10 minutes before the shop opens on Saturday. And he's like, just waiting to see if they got one, just waiting. And he's looking at his clock and the way he filmed it, dude, I'm like, I'm right there with you, dude. God, I hope you fucking get this bike. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like it literally says like unboxing, but I'm still right there. I'm like, bro, I hope you get this bike, man. If, yeah, exactly. if anybody, 
Lars if is anybody. Out, <laughs> he's out in the parking lot looking, like you said, as, at his watch, and it's like the anticipation's building. Yeah. I'm here. I don't even know if I if they have one. He's like a Carson Cyclery. Yeah. He's like, dude, yeah. I'm at Carson Cyclery or whatever. Shout out to that bike shop. I hope I'm saying your name right. But like, I'm doing this by memory because I watched the video like the next, that when he posted it. And I'm like, man, I hope you get this bike. And then he gets it. And I'm like, dude, if it, that dude is Mr. LA though. Like, I'm so stoked that he got that bike. I'm so stoked he got that bike. That, that was actually my like, comment on his page. I'm so stoked you got this bike. Yeah. So, uh, shout out to you, Lars. Yep. Good job on getting that LA Ripper. And, and I was just stoked, dude. But anyway, they've been promoting that thing all week. And then all of a sudden, boom, a week later, they're going to go with the New York. Like, they could have waited. They could have milked it a lot longer. If they, were, if they were just trying to, like, build hype, do a slow roll, they could have waited, like, two weeks and then dropped this one. But they're like, yeah, let's just go this week. All right, and why so don't you do like, this? Why don't you call the next – if they – okay, let's assume they hit – they got from West Coast to East Coast bikes, right? Yep. Let's say they're going to do one more. Mm-hmm. What, which one is it? What do you what, call it out Ooh. now? That's a great question, dude. I wasn't even thinking about that. Okay. My first guess, Philly. I'm going by ride outs, dude. This is what I'm doing. Like LA ride out. Yeah. They did. So, they did a so, New York ride out. And then the other one, when we were talking, we talked to, we talked to him. Um, he did a, uh, when we did the interview, remember he did the, the Philly ride out with the steps where he almost ran that kid. He almost T-boned that kid. Right. So Philly's the first thing that comes to mind. If they've, it's not, made a, they've made a Philly big ripper. They, ha- they made one. One. They, they made way at the Philly ride out. Yep. So I, we've, we've seen I'm, what that may look like. I'm still going to go with Philly or... You get you get to choose one. You can't you can't. I okay. don't want you taking my my guess now. Okay, I'm, I'm selfish. Okay, I, I'm going to say I'm going with Philly. Then final answer. Okay, I would have said Philly too, but since you went first and you took that, I'm then, going. Dude, okay. No, I was going to say uh, you can you can have Philly, and I'll go with my number two. No, I'm going to make you stick with it, and then you can okay. tell me what your number two was. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. If okay, so with that one, I'm going to go with. Miami. That was my second guess, dude. See, that's why I freaking had to go next because yeah. you would have took my second. You would have took my first with your second. Yep. You yep. would have. You would have checkmated me, and I wouldn't have had an answer. Miami, and then because I was like, my the, my other thing was like, would they do Seattle? But they wouldn't because Marshawn. They already did the the beast mode this right. year. So like, I just don't see him going back to doing the Seattle ride out, and yeah. I don't see them doing a NorCal and a, like a NorCal bike. Because the other one was like LA, I don't, I don't see them doing like a San Francisco or a Bay Area, or. But I swear to God, dude, if they do a NorCal Ripper, <laughs> oh man, it's on! Like uh, that would be dope. I will go camp. I will go camp out right now at Robbie's. Like you will see me out there with a tent. <laughs> oh my God, dude! I will camp Robbie's if they do a NorCal. If, if I see like a, a picture of Stockton on Todd's Instagram, I'm jumping in the Hummer and I'm driving down there. <laughs> it's going to cost me like $42,000 worth of gas, <laughs> but, but I'm going. Um, <laughs> bring, bring your tent and your masks. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> some Lysol wipes um, for the COVID. And I'm going to camp out at Robbie's, dude. Yes. Um, but dude, do you think they're going to do another bike? I think they're just going to do the two coast to coast and they're done. Um, 
Are they going to do another bike? Yes, absolutely. You think are so? Do, well, okay. So another, another city-based bike? That's what I meant. City-based. Okay, city-based bike. If they do, I'm going to go with either yours or my choice. I'm going to say it's either Philly or Miami. Um, it would be cool kind of see like, I don't know, maybe, maybe if they did an, uh, a UK bike. <laughs> I don't know. We've got to you know, show those guys some love. Hold on. Texas? Yeah. Yeah, Texas, Texas bike. But um, do you want me to answer that, dude? I'll get it. No, I, I got it, man. I got to turn this volume down. But um, we're leaving this in, by the way. Somebody just called Craig, and we're leaving it. In yeah, no, I'm probably gonna ring again. But okay. uh, yeah, Texas would be dope, dude. I'd be down for like a Texas or a like a Dallas or a Houston. I'd be down. I'd be down. Yeah, they'd have. Uh, if they did a Texas bike, I want to see them do like a 36 inch just because it's a Texas bike. You know, it just makes sense to make a, a big, it would be cool to put a big ripper and then put like 10 inch big honking bars or something on it. Like, you know what I mean? Like or some 10 inch power wings. Right. That would be dope, dude. Or some, like some big mags. That'd be dope. That would dude, be dope. Like you could do some pretty rad. You could do some rad colorways with that. Uh, I agree. With I the red, agree. white, and blue. With the red, white, and blue. But in all honesty, I, yeah, I think they're, I think this year we're going to see one or two more. I, I know, dude, I know definitely one more bike's coming out. I know he, one well, more, but said, I think, I think we're going to see two. I think we're going to see, I think we'll see two more. That's or my more. prediction. Two, yeah. two or more. Yeah. Because how many we, how many have we dropped this year so far? We've got Arctic White. Was the Arctic White technically 2020? I know they're not doing yeah, years. So you anymore. got you got Arctic White. Yep. You got the PK Ripper 27.5. Yep. You've got the Dub Ripper. Yep. And am I missing one? Marshawn Beast Mode. The Beast Mode. Good call. You good call. The, you got the LA Ripper. Yep. And now we have the New York Ripper. What's our count there? Six. But we haven't seen any flyers. We haven't seen any quad angles. Right. Um. Yeah, dude. I think I think you're. I think we still got some flyers to come. Todd said, "Hey, remember when in the interview he's like, we're coming heavy. We're dropping heavy this year. So, yeah. six bikes, seven bikes total of the yeah. of the. You know, these are just the big bikes, by the, the way. The twenty seven, yeah, yeah. the twenty seven and a half and up. Yeah. Yep. So, man, I'm I'm like we still have a whole flyer. I mean, we got a whole like we still got the whole flyer lineup. See what they're gonna do there." For sure. What if they're going to do? Do you think they'll do another Maniac? Mm, I think they're going to do another D Blocks. Oh, dude. I wonder if that's the purple camo, the purple and yellow camo. All right. Dude. Oh. And if you guys, if you know what? If you had been watching D Blocks' feed on Instagram not too long ago, a month or so ago, he, or was it, you know what? Or maybe it was his uh, live video on there. So he showed a brown bike box in his yep. living room or somewhere where he was at. Yep. And he's like, yep, this is how the first, the first model of any bike comes out in a plain box. Yep. I so, remember that. I saw that. It was on his yep. Instagram. Yep. Hmm. What is it? What is it? Okay. Uh, Send us a comment, man. Send us a comment. Send Craig 80. It's at 80s underscore BMX underscore Craig or at Big Bike BMX. I want to hear your predictions. I want to, I want to hear your predictions or just comment on one of our posts and we'll jump in and do it. But dude, if someone sends me a comment and they guess the bike and the model, 
you know, or whatever gives us the details of what their guess is on what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. I'm going to send them an 80s BMX Craig sticker pack. Yeah, dude, send them some big bike BMX yeah. stickers too. Cool. And if there's more than one, I'll send the first couple. Cool. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So that was some big news this week. So anyway, today, if you hear, if you haven't heard this podcast tonight, which is Friday, and it is June 26th, uh, I would highly recommend that if you are in the East Coast, that you go to your bike shop tomorrow morning and, or go tonight and camp out and try and get one of your bikes. Because do you think they're going to do another, do you think this one will be limited to 300? I don't see I can, why not. I, can only, I, I think so. I yeah. kind of, you know, I can only imagine. I think they'll do the same. So I think it'll be, I think it'll be the same. Yeah, it's going to be so a limited run. Camp it out. Um, so today I got a package from you in the mail. You, you did. I did. What'd and you, um, you sent me some socks, dude, from Fuel, Fuel Clothing. And dude, you weren't, you were How'd not. How'd you like them? Did not disappoint. I'm wearing them right now. And I am not over-exaggerating when I tell you these socks feel like I'm wearing slippers inside my vans. Like they are. So here's the difference, dude. Okay. Last week on this podcast, I told you like, I'm a big, I'm a, I am a sock snob. I was, I I was going to ask because I I was like, you know what? I'm going to know what the deal with these is after you try them on and tell me what's up. Cause I haven't tried, I haven't tried them on. Dude, you are missing out, bro. These things, uh, okay, so they are, I believe it's like the ribbing is like three to one, which means it's like thicker ribbing around, the, like go up your calf. They're tall socks, so they're like three-quarter three quarter calf socks. They have stayed up all day. They haven't scrunched down. They haven't fallen down. Um, but here's the, here's the trick, dude. So the, the top of your foot they have like a, uh, like a, like a single layer of, of like elastic, but it's, it's woven instead of being like, it's horizontal. So it goes from like arch to the outside of your foot instead of vertical going from toe to ankle, which makes it hug your, it hugs your foot. Then the very bottom from ankle to toe is double pad. And so this isn't just like a Walmart sock that your mom got you in a stocking stuffer for Christmas. This is like a legit comfy ass sock. And on the bottom of the sock, they say different phrases, which are fun. Um, but like even the toe, it's like F U on one toe and in uh, E L on the other toe. So it's like fuel when you're standing there. <laughs> um, but dude, they're comfy. I'll be honest. They're comfy. And um, I mean, how do you, I don't even know how to approach this subject, but like, if you ride bikes and you wear Vans or Converse, like your feet are gonna sweat. I live in Phoenix, Arizona. I live on the sun. And so your feet get really, really sweaty, really, really quick. And like the same moisture wicking stuff that they put in like Under Armour is what they put in your socks. So right now my feet are like, it's, they're cozy because they're being like cradled in this like elastic, but they're cool as shit right now. So I got to tell you, man, if you are in the market for socks, go look up fuel, fuel clothing. The socks are like 15 bucks, totally worth it. Can't say enough about them. Yeah. I definitely want to give a a huge shout out to Shane at fuel clothing for uh, hooking us up with those, giving us a chance to uh, put them on, obviously. Uh, as you guys can hear, and Shane, you can hear uh, Isaac, who is 
a self-proclaimed sock snob. Sock nerd, absolutely. Okay, you prefer sock nerd. Um, so he's giving him two thumbs up, and and I'm sure I'm switching from stance, dude. Like I'm I'm a hardcore stance guy, and if if you are a sock person, you know stance is uh, they make some dope Star Wars socks. Um, they're kind of like the they are the the like the crown jewel of uh, of performance socks. Um, I am I am I'm switching. My brand is now Fuel, a hundred percent. 100%. I took a picture. You can look on my Instagram at Big Bike BMX. Took a picture of myself trying to, I'm, I'm literally, I'm, I even call it out, dude. Like such a poser picture. Um, I'm, I've got no, my I feet up one. on my desk. It's pretty funny, dude. I have my feet up on my desk. I'm drinking my coffee and I'm looking at my phone. And um, literally, it's, I'm trying to make it look like I'm like a cool guy. Um, but really, what's going on is it's my lunch break at work and I'm in my home office, which is really my son's room. Um, but I have it lit pretty cool. So it looks like it's a, a dope, like bomb pad, like on the shit, but, um, really it's not, it's my, it's my son's room. It's where I'm recording right now. It's where I work all day, <laughs> but it's a cool picture. And you can see that, uh, it says, uh, was it right hard on the bottom? And, um, we had a funny comment on that post too. That just reminded me. What was it? Um, oh. John, John, John Bulges from Haro bikes commented and he, he's like, does that say ride Haro? <laughs> <laughs> and it's ironic dude because it's, the, the socks are fluorescent green and black just like the Haro master and we got to say if you want to know the in, how that inside joke comes about with ride Haro um co- deriving from ride hard catch our uh our podcast or, or excuse me our youtube show coming up monday at 5 p.m west coast time on youtube um with a live chat with the d- global brand manager of Haro Bikes, Mr. John Bulgens. Yep. So yeah, don't want to miss that one. If you guys haven't done it yet, go to YouTube. Uh, you can set a reminder right now and be part of the live chat and check out that amazing part one interview. Uh, yeah. If you haven't done one of our live chats, man, they're super fun. Like the whole family shows up, like all the, all like, there's some really cool ass dudes that show up. I mean, all, I'll be honest, like our stats are like 99.2% dudes. And so like you can come chat with all 99.2% dudes and that 0.08% girl, which is, I think is just like your wife and my wife that subscribe to our channel and watch <laughs> stuff. But, right. um, but man, the whole family comes out, man. And we just, we chat. I mean, there's always like people show up. Jacob's been in there. Damon's been in there. Um, Rickard comes, um, you know, just the whole family, man. So like come hang out, make some new friends um on the youtube live it's so much fun man it's it's probably one of my favorite experiences that i've had during this podcast so yeah and you know what i actually got a chance to post the uh, announcement um should have done it with uh with todd's interview but wasn't thinking about it to uh posted it to B, uh, bmxmuseum.com mm-hmm. so put it up in the forums um so if you're in there and you're checking us out from the old school world of bmx and you can come hang out come hang out and yeah. uh and check our show out yeah. And apologize, apologies to Todd. Like we're new to this. So we're like, we're just dudes figuring this stuff out as we go. <laughs> right. So like, yeah, we, we're not really good at marketing at all. We're, we're like, we're learning. We're there you go, Craig. That's how you say it. We're evolving. We're evolving. We're, evolving. we're adapting. Evolving. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, bear with us while we learn how to uh, promote ourselves because like, you know, we're just two dudes that like talk about BMX. So, all right, man. 
what else happened this week that was some some pretty epic news? Do you have anything else that you can think of? Not off the top of my head, man. I mean, I've just been busy with other things and and trying to get out and ride. It's been like a hundred degrees plus here every day. My my uh, AC has been is it hot there, Craig. That's pretty hot. That's pretty hot for us, you know, NorCal guys who like that cool Pacific Ocean breeze, 100 degrees plus. You know, it's not the 110, 105, you know, 105 that you get. But, yeah, it's been warm, uh, especially at my house where the AC has been out for, you know, the last four and a half days. Um, That's awful, dude. That is awful. My heart goes out to you. Yeah. I'm serious. No, I swear to God, seriously. I'm being serious. That sucks. Yeah, nothing like Arizona. But, uh no, man. What what else you got going on? What else you got? I'm pretty stoked. I, I put a new stem on this week on the PK Ripper. So, I mean, I, I'm glad to talk about that because I think it looks dope as hell. Um, I got one of the... So, when I was growing up, the my very first... Be, like, my first real freestyle bike was, like, I built a Haro Master. I saved up forever... And dude, for my entire summer, I got a job. Dude, get this. I got a job. Um, you know how like your parents will get you a job? They're like, yeah, I got a, like somebody needs something. So my mom got me a job. Oh yeah, I got I, pimped out a lot by my mom. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> I got, um, so I was, I was 11 years old. And really now I look, dude, it just, it just dawned on me. Like this second, what happened? I was 11. I was, a, I was a, like my mom, I was a single mom. She had to work all day. And I think she made me go work. My job was to cut down a cherry orchard. I got to cut down cherry trees. The whole damn orchard? An entire orchard. And it, it was on lower Sacramento road in between Lodi and Stockton. And it was like a, a big orchard. And literally every day, all we did was like this dude. And I wasn't trusted with the chainsaw rightfully so did you have an axe or something or no i got gloves and then the dude that was like the foreman would literally just cut everything down with the with the uh the chainsaw and then i would have to move the chopped up pieces and stack them in the back of his truck for eight hours a day but dude it just dawned on me my mom did that so she didn't have to pay a babysitter to watch me it just (laughs) it totally just dawned on me what happened Good up, mom. Okay. Respect. Yeah. So anyway, man, do you ever have just an epiphany like that where you're like, oh shit, look what my mom did? Oh, ton- but- hey, tons, man. <laughs> it's it's crazy. I got yeah. when you're done, I'll tell you one right yeah. after. So anyway, yeah, I cut down like uh stacked an entire cherry orchard uh full of wood in the back of this dude's truck every single day. But uh I I worked an entire summer. I think I got 350 bucks, um, which gave me a sweet deposit on a Haro master. And so on that Haro master, I had a white tough neck stem. And because it was the eighties, you always, everyone, we had those like crazy, crazy, uh, parts and bikes and stuff, colors, meaning crazy colors. So it was fluorescent green um, I had la- the lavender GT performer freestyle, like freestyle performer bars. And I had a white tough neck quill stem. And this thing was dope, dude. I love that bike because I, I literally like skinned my, my hands off to get it. 
Um, it took me, God, that entire summer. And then I ended up, I didn't have enough money to get it. So I think it was like a, like I had to go in on my own Christmas present for my mom, which is totally acceptable. Like for me, I was like, hell yeah. And so, uh, anyway, I got that bike, had that stem. I rode that. I've I only rode two stems my entire freestyle life, which was, I mean, I, I, I look back and I think it was about 10 years, eight to 10 years of free of flatland stuff. What was the other one? GT mallet stem. Mallet stem. Okay. Yeah. Everyone had that stem. Um, but my first, my first freestyle, my first flatland bike, my flatland dedicated bike had that tough neck stem. And, um, so George at night bike company, I saw, I saw like me coming back into BMX. Um, this is kind of how we met, like you and I, we talked about this stuff, like how cool is it to see like zero nine and JT racing and all these bike companies having parts. And I think you even told me, dude, check out night bike company. And I was like, what? So I look him up and I'm like, oh shit, dude, that's tough neck. And then I see he's making like a, a virtual copy of a tough neck stem called a rough neck. Uh, and dude, it literally has the bulldog logo, but this time it's a curb dog bulldog, which the, if you grew up in like we did in Northern California and curb dogs, Vander Speck, um, shout out to Vander. Um, Definitely. Uh, dude, that logo is absolutely like iconic, like it's burned into my brain. So like, I literally saw it and I'm like, holy shit, dude, it's like a tough neck with a curb dog. What the hell? I need this. I have to have it now. Like I had to have it. And then, uh, so I hit him up and, um, I was going to get a black one. And then he found out I was doing purple on my P. I was like, yeah, he's like, what are you doing on your bike? Cause George is cool, dude. George loves bikes as much as you do. <laughs> like no, if, if you're a, listening he, to this, he's a BMX nut. George, a, you're, a, you're a BMX nut. He is as nerdy about bikes as, as you are the listener. Like if you're listening to a podcast about old school BMX, then you are as nerdy as George is and Craig is and I am. So we just start chatting about bikes. He's like, what colors are you going to do? And I was like, well, it's going to be purple, purple parts as much as I can find. And he's like, he goes, dude, I think I have one left. And I was like, I will trade you one of my children for that. <laughs> he's like, no need. <laughs> but, uh, Anyway, dude, I got the purple roughneck stem and I put it on my bike and dude, man. Okay. So I have a term, like I like, I get so excited about something and it's like, you know, when you get a new bike or you get something new and you're riding your bike and you're like, you have that big goofy smile that you don't even realize you have. I call it a water slide smile. So like, think about you by yourself on a water slide right now. Just close your eyes. Remember every water slide you've ever gone on. And I promise you right now, you can imagine the smile that you have. Try not to smile on a water slide. It's impossible. <laughs> right. And so like, yeah. I'm riding around my neighborhood with this big, like, uh, goofy smile, right? <laughs> because I'm looking at my bike and I'm like, this is the bike. I, I like, it kind of had another, I said, here's epiphany. Every time I say epiphany this episode, you have drink. to take drink. Yeah, it's a drinking <laughs> game now. But I, it dawned on me, dude, like, Holy shit, dude, here I am, 47 years old, riding the PK Ripper. I could never even like source when I was a kid with a tough neck that's stronger than the quill stem that I had as a kid. So I'm like on this bike that fits me, riding a wheelie with my kids, dude. Like, I'm like, this is the coolest moment that I could possibly have. 
And in the midst of like the bullshit, this, this absolute madness that's going on in 2020, for a brief 20-minute ride, dude, I was like, everything is perfect right now. And so like, it was such a cool experience just to go and ride that and be like, to look down at your stem and go, man, I had, this is a stem that I had. And uh, it's like I, your total moment of radness, dude. I mean, dude, it's a, it's a, you know, and it's crazy because as BMXers, or if you do anything, if you skate, you snowboard, you do anything that you like, you're out, you know, and, and everyone has that moment. You hear athletes talking about it all the time. They were in the zone, right? And it's almost like you had that Zen moment. Um, I get it too, especially when I get a new bike or especially if I see someone doing something really cool and I go out and ride or, you know, it, it's a great feeling. You had it with your kids. You had it, you're on a new bike. You're looking at that sweet new stem. Um, so yeah, that, those moments, you, it's the reason why we've been doing this for 40 years, um, to have those moments keep coming at us, you know, and George, if you're out there, night bike company, um, so cool. Like the, the, the first meeting I had with them, I, I was selling a bike online, um, in one of these apps and George and his buddy show up and, and his, you know, we're, we're looking over this bike I'm selling to him and didn't know who he was. And his buddy goes, Hey man, you know who that is? I'm like, dude, I have no clue. Yeah. He's the owner of night bike company. And I go, oh, okay, cool. So anyways, and, and we kept talking about bikes, right? And he goes, no, dude, <laughs> you got this George from night bike company. So I was like, that's awesome, man. But we just kept talking bikes, you know? And, and then pretty soon I'm looking him up I'm seeing, wow, he's got cool parts. And that was the first part that I saw that was like, dude, that looks just like the old uh, stems that, you know, we had yep. when we were kids. Yep. So I'm like, this is dope. This is cool. Got a pair. Of, you know, he, he, George was kind enough and huge shout out to you for, um, sending Isaac and I some parts to review and put on our bikes. And it, 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 like we talked about last time, changes the whole look, changes the whole, you know, dynamic of, of the way the bike looks and feels and, and the feeling you get from having it on there. It's cool. Dude, your Maniac Flyer looks sick with those parts on it, dude. Like it really did change the whole look of your, your Maniac Flyer. Yeah. I mean, it, I can imagine it doing to any, any bike, but the one I put it on, um, is actually the bike my lady rides, but it changed the whole look. And she's even going, wow, that looks, that looks amazing. Yeah. That looks really cool. She goes, yeah. now, can I get some blue pedals? She, she's already thinking about right. you know, accessorizing and doing more to the bike just because of that. hundred percent. hundred percent. I, I couldn't agree more, man. Like the dude is super humble. He's super chill. Send him a DM, send him a message. He's super, super rad. If you have questions about parts, um, George is super, super cool about that stuff. And you know what? You're seeing more of his parts um, online um, in bikes, shops, online stores. I think Planet BMX is carrying Night Bike Company. So if you guys don't have one in your local shop, first of all, ask them to get a hold of Night Bike Company and see if they can't make a, an arrangement to get those parts in your local bike shop. But if not, um, start checking online. PlanetBMX.com uh, is now carrying those parts. And, yep. uh yeah, either way. Or you can get them from George Direct, uh, I yeah. think. Hopefully, I'm not misleading I think you, you can get them. On, so, a night, night he's, got a, he's got a website. Yeah. 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 He'll, he'll direct you to the website, yeah. and that's what I meant. And if you're in Southwest, too, Phoenix Bike Company, they've got, they've got uh, they have, I think they have the last quill stem that's available. Like, it's still there. 
um, and everybody wants it. So if you're looking for a silver quill stem, Phoenix Bike Company has it. Um, and then they've got a couple top loads and they've got a bunch of, uh, got a bunch of uh, C-post clamps, chain rings. They have the, the Starfighter chain rings and then they have the, uh, the spiders as well. So they, got, they, have a, they have quite a bit of stuff out there too. Well, isn't it cool that they're still making the quills? I think it's you dope, know? dude. Yeah, I think it's like, you here's know. the thing. I, you know me and you know my, here we go again, Isaac making fun of people that are rebuilding old bikes. Um, but dude, you know what? I'm starting to come around a little bit. Not much, but a little bit. Um, yes, I will still make fun of you for having like a carpet queen bike that you don't ride. But after riding my bike and seeing after riding the PK with that stem and realizing how much fun I had, um, I'm not going to, I like, I totally understand if you want to rebuild the bike that you had as a kid, I totally understand it now. Um, so I'm, I'm stoked for you. If that's what your jam is, if you like, uh, rebuilding your old bikes, just please ride them. That's I'm going to put an asterisk. Like I totally, I totally get kind of why you do that asterisk, please ride it. But that's, I think it's cool that you can just like repop parts in general, I think are dope because I've been looking at for no reason looking for redline flight cranks because that was another part that I had on my, my bike. And I, the, that was the only cranks I ever ran. I never bent them, never broke them. I had redline flights from when I was cheese. When I was 11 until 18, had the same pair of flight cranks. And so, like, if I could find flight cranks, like a repop version where I'm not paying whoever, you know, Joe Bob on the uh, museum $7,000 for some redline flights, I would totally ride them. And I'm right there with you, man. And I do respect the grind it takes to get a bike era correct. Um, I watch these guys. There's a couple guys on Instagram who I'm just infatuated with the process of them putting the bike together because I see it part by part, piece by piece, nut and bolt, everything era correct, beautiful. Um, There's guys who are doing, you know, they're cleaning up their parts. They're, They're shining them up. They're buffing them out. And it's, they're beautiful bikes. They're, you know, and, and some are carpet queens and some are going to be riders. Um, mm-hmm. I'd rather, see, I'm like you, I'd rather see you ride a bike. Yep. I'd rather see the tires hit the pavement and you're in the saddle and you're getting that enjoyment. For, for me personally, I'm going to ride the dang thing because I want to feel the bike under me. I want to go out and, and, and shred around on it, right? Yeah. But, but there's some guys who don't. And it's, 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 they could be show bikes you know competitive show bikes that it wouldn't make sense to go out and thrash on or or whatever but for me i, I want to ride the damn thing I, I you know that's just that's just the way i'm gonna go with it i'm gonna i'm gonna talk I'm gonna, i hate doing this dude so you said something that really kind of dawned on me so i'm like you're literally watching me have a moment so when you're like i, I, I watch him i watch him buff these parts out you know, and clean them up and all this stuff. And it kind of thought like, yeah, dude, like I'm stoked for their passion about, you know, what, 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 what loses me and where I get the, the, 
what what falls on a deaf ear for me is like these guys are passionate about bikes like i am passionate about bikes i'm just passionate about current bikes and they're passionate about trying to find the right spring for an acs rotor and i totally understand that i get it now i think for me the difference is they could be spending their money on some something way stupider so if you want to spend your money on building the, your your the bike you had that you love cool two weeks ago i would have made fun of you for that i would have been like man um but talking to john during that interview made me respect it a little bit more um seeing how excited he was about like building all those bikes up and then like i guess like you could be doing some pretty stupid stuff with your money you could be drinking it away you could be gambling it away yeah definitely there's a lot of dumber things you could do with your money than build the old gt freestyler that you had so i'm like i'm coming around i am and it's like a treasure hunt mm -hmm. if i look at it like like john had said and, and you guys will hear it in the interview um some of these bikes can take two to three years to build and who knows maybe some of them take longer and it's and yeah. i can i can respect the the search yeah. for the right parts from the right era yeah for that bike um getting everything like it came out of the out of the shop out of the box I, I can respect that where I would change mindsets or, you know, where my, where my angle differs is I'm going to write it. I'm going to okay. piece it together and I'm going to write it now. But that being said, in all fairness, I've never had a bike of that caliber and quality right. to look at and go, um, damn, do I ride this thing or do I not because of the condition it's in? It's fragile. Yeah. And, and where my brain goes is, hell yeah, I'm going to ride it. I've actually wanted to, to comment on certain folks pages who are incredible bike collectors and builders. Like now, what do you do? You got all these bikes lined up on the rack and they're freaking awesome. And they still have the hairs on the tires and, and the brakes have never seen the hubs. Or, or the or the or the wheels. Um, what do you do now? What what do you do with it? Yeah. You, you can admire it, and I, you know, that's that's cool. And you know, there's gonna be gonna be some people that are like, dude, you don't even know what you're talking about. And I probably don't because I would go in a certain direction of where I wanted to go. But what do you do with it after that? If you're yeah. not if they're on display and you don't you're not they're not at bike shows they're not you know photo shoots magazine I don't know. What do you do with it? What, I mean, let me know if I'm off, if I'm off pace here, what do you do with these things? I, I have no idea, dude. Like I don't, here's and dude here. Okay. I don't know if you want to get into this dude. Maybe we will, maybe we won't. You can just tell me like, dude, another time. Um, but I think what, 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 what triggers me and what irritates me the most is cause you said like the hunt and trying to find these parts where I get so frustrated is the BMX that I grew up with, the mentality of the riders that we all had growing up. It was like, you're a rider, I'm a rider, we are brothers, we are family. What I see now is everybody trying to screw everybody over by like, I'm gonna pick up this bike as cheap as I can, 
F the next guy that may be trying to get this bike because that guy is just going to try and screw me over if I try and buy it from him. So it's like the resale aftermarket is where the entire, the entire hobby loses my, it suffocates the passion that I have. When I go on BMX museum and I see some gyro cables for $350 for like an upper gyro cable, I'm like, you, sir, can suck a dick is what, I, is what makes me want. I, I'm just like, you are being an asshole, and dude, in my opinion. And like you say, you're, you're screwing over your fellow BMXer in that sense, correct? But here's the deal, and here's where I see it from. I agree with you 100%. If you guys don't want to see those prices, don't pay those prices for that shit. Right. You know, and maybe, you know, maybe someone's holding the holy grail xyz part yeah and there's only made so many of the then you gotta you gotta weigh that option when a guy you know when someone puts up on on ebay or on whatever site a web you know for sale if that 10 20 cable is 50 bucks okay maybe reasonable depending on your your uh your willingness to pay that and your your ability to pay it but if it's 300 dollars that's, that's BS. Yeah. Okay. You know it, I know it. And, and everybody on the website and I've watched the chatter going on. This is, that's bullshit. You know, they're, they're calling it out and, you know, and especially with the payment systems of, um, uh, PayPal or whatnot, you know, guys are getting their, Oh, this is not what you said. It was, this has a ding on it. It has a scratch. Hey, there's a chip in this Z rim. Um, I'm going to file a claim with PayPal and I want my money back and it screws the seller and it screws the whole, the whole point of this transaction as a whole. And then it puts a bad taste in everyone's mouth where everyone's going, I'm getting screwed by this guy, but I may or may not have a choice because I haven't seen this thing in the last 10 years or five years I've been looking for it. Right. Don't buy it. Yeah. Don't buy it. You know? I feel dirty. I just feel dirty even going on there. That's the problem. I think that's where I'm like, Ugh. because I love going on there. I love seeing like this old stuff. I love seeing that like somebody's found it, but then you hear the description and you read the comments and I'm just like, these are not the type of dudes that I would have rode bikes with. Like, I don't even recognize who these people are. Um, and I'm talking about the, not the names, but I'm talking about the attitudes right. where it's like, you know, like, like, there's just such an like there's like some weird elitism where it's like if i'm selling something it's the best it's the best part that's ever been made and if it's not disclose it tell you know let 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 it be known in your description <laughs> hey this is a nos uh visco gt seat whatever scratches rash on it blemish here whatever don't buff and fluff it and tell it, and, you know, say it's something you're, it's not, that's fraud in itself. I'm not saying everybody does this. It's a very small percentage of a whole, yeah. but it's enough to taint the, the process and, 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 and the community of what we call BMX brothers. Right. Yeah. And I, sisters. Yeah. I just, dude, I just couldn't pull the trigger on buying anything there. Like if I were to look, th like I've looked through the first sale stuff and I'm like, I've seen parts that I wanted and I'm like, Man, I just feel like this, like someone's trying to get over on me. Someone's trying to rip me off. And, and it's like, 
maybe they are, maybe they're not, dude. But that's just the vibe I get from those, like from the BMX community now, like the resale, rebuild community is like everything I have is is gold. And then if I'm, and here's the thing, like I could have the exact same part. I don't. Um, but like, I could see, like, you'll see those same people, like just act like flipping around. If they're the buyer, that's garbage. If they're the seller, they're King Midas, dude. They're just like, this is the greatest thing that's ever touched freestyle. <laughs> like, well, it has to be because, um, you know, if, if I'm in the market to buy parts, so I'm watching prices, I'm looking, okay, what's the average here? Okay. That's the high, here's the low. And this is kind of where things are, are centered on this, right? Any right. given part, any, any given frame, fork, bike, whatever, apparel, it, it doesn't matter. Um, you're going to see that if you have those things and they're in your possession and they're going for, a, you know, a $20 items going for a hundred, 200, 300, you're holding quite a bit of value in your hands. So it's up to you to make a decision. Like, am I going to try to put this out on the market for what is currently fair value, which is an exorbitant amount of uh, percentage above what, you know, this thing actually costs. Maybe, you know, maybe you might. Um, It's just such a delicate balance, you know, and some people take extreme advantage of it and some don't it's supply and demand. Um, And my thing is if you don't want to pay, you know, you can curse some guy out. Oh, that's bullshit. That guy's selling that for a thousand bucks. Don't buy it. I, I just don't know how else to say. I mean, some, I, I have to have it. Well, that, that, that's on you. You have to make that conscious decision to either be a part of the trade, be honest, uh, buy or pay or sell, excuse me, sell or buy at whatever price you feel is fair. If you're going to hand over 500 bucks for a seat clamp and get it and then bitch about it. Dude, sorry. That's on you too. Don't complain that the guy sells it for 500 and you bought it and going, Oh, this is bullshit. I paid this for it. No, nah, yeah. dude, you paid it. You, you entered in a financial arrangement and an agreement. Don't whine about it afterwards. Fair enough. What do you, okay. I mean, I, that just, I, that wouldn't be me. And I hate to rant. I know I'm going on and off about this, but it's like, I get it. These guys search for years and years and years to get this bike together. And here they are finding their, their missing bolt or whatever. You know, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I saved my shit too. Yeah. Off of all my tear offs off my old school bikes. They're in a box. They're not online for sale, but I have them still, you know, I'm like, maybe these can be worth something, something someday. Sure. So, so maybe I'm, you know, leading myself into that to go, all right, I'm going to put these up for sale. And then what do I sell them for? hundred percent. I get it, dude. And, yeah. and uh, like, and if, if you're one of these people that, that, you know, we're talking about your BMX museum, you know, restore, rebuild, searcher. I don't know what to, what do they call themselves? Do you know? I, no, I don't, I don't know if bike, there's a type. Like bike guys. Yeah, they're just enthusiasts and enthusiasts, and, hobbyists. Yeah, okay. They're, yeah. They're kind of like, I hate to call BMX a hobby. Um, I hate that word when I refer to, but, but maybe the building process is is hobby like yeah it's a branch of bmx i'll give them that like because yeah. we it's it's i mean we did it when we were kids right we just build up customize your bike maybe they're bike customizers restores customizers but i don't know man like if, if that's your jam dude good for you I'm, I'm stoked that you found something that you're passionate about because i'm passionate about my bike 
I just, I'm passionate about bikes that are out now. Um, and I love talking about the bikes that I had when I was a kid. Um, but man, just, I don't know, treat each other decent, man. Just remember, take a moment before you list something or before you buy something and just, I don't know, maybe think about like what, what it was like as a kid, just treat, treat people like you did when you were a kid. And maybe if you were a dick then, I mean, continue your dickism, but like, if you were cool back then, just remember, man, these people for the most part are, are they're riders too. Maybe they're former riders. Maybe they ride now, but I don't know. I just hope people are like us, man. I just, I would love to talk with other people that are just like, man, I remember looking at that dyno brake guard and thinking like that was so sick or, you know, like, Oh man, I used to have that buff guard and it protected my, you know, my, uh, my converse from that caliper bolt, you know, shout out to Mike Buff for making that and protecting me from my mom's wrath. But, uh, dude, how many shoes did you go through? Did you have a, did you have one of those buff guards? I didn't have a buff guard. That's why I went through shoes. <laughs> dude, man, I, I literally sent a message to Mike Buff one time and I was like, dude, you don't know me, but thank you for the, for the buff guard, because I can't tell you how many times like that getting that saved my ass from my mom's wrath and he's just like dude saving shoes for blah 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 he just said something funny back so right, right. super funny good up good up on you mike buff but um yeah dude like that was amazing like i just wish people would remember and just enjoy the hobby and the the escapism and just kind of the retroness of like being a kid and staring at the for me it was hobson's and robbie's and stockton and lodi and just looking at those bikes parts and daydreaming about what they look like or asking the dude, like, can I hold those CW bars just so you could hold them? Because you're like, there's no way I can afford this, but I want to hold them for a second. I saw something pretty cool. Um, at, I was in uh, Stockton at Damon's shop, Damon Dayton, um, two kids. It's totally brought me back. They didn't even know it. I didn't even say anything. Totally brought me back to my childhood. These two kids during the ride out, right? Talked about swapping bikes. They were going to do a straight up trade. And they're like, Oh yeah. Yeah. And the one kid was asking Damon, man, should I do this? Is it worth it? I want this bike, you know? And Damon was like, man, do, do you do what you got to do. And I'm like, Oh yeah, this is about to go down. So we get, we're done with the ride out back to the shop. And I see these two kids with their bikes doing this trade. They're like, all right, let's go. It wasn't like a straight across where it's like, you walk away with mine, I walk away with yours. They're swapping parts too. It's like, no, I want my, I want this on, I want this from my bike to be on this one. You know, they're doing, they're taking off this and that and putting it on their, their newly swapped bike and they ride away and both of them are so stoked. And I was all, yep. I remember that too. Cause I used to trade the shit out of parts because I could, I didn't have the funds to go buy them. So the trade game, my trade game, super strong right? That's it, or what I thought was strong. You know, yeah. I, I probably traded away more value than I got back, but it was what I wanted and I got what I wanted. So I was stoked. And just to see these kids doing it, dude, I'm like, yeah, man, I remember that. I totally remember doing that, dude. I remember trading. That's how, in fact, when I said CW bars, dude, that's how I got a set of CW bars. I think I traded like, I think I upgraded God, what did I upgrade, dude? I I traded some Tufts, and I think I got a pair of 
of Z rims and some handlebars. I'm pretty like I think I got some Z some ACS Z rims for a set of tufts. For a set of tufts and Sweet. Good a trade. pair of Boss. I think I got the Boss ladder bars out of that. Damn. The Boss freestyle bars. Yeah, I was That's super good. stoked. I would have went with that trade. Dude, like this kid just—he really wanted—he really wanted these tufts, dude. And I mean, I wish I had them because they were probably like what Gen, like Gen One, Gen Two tough wheels. I mean, they weren't. This would have been like eighty three, eighty four. Yeah, you're not even Gen Two if they were new. Yeah, they had the. I mean, they had the metal. They had the metal hub, like the. I see, dude. I don't know what how to describe my old parts, but they had like the metal hub parts. You know, like. Or at, like later on, tough wheels were just like the the hub itself was like in the middle. But like, what, what was the tough wheels that had like a mini spider around the hub? You know what I'm talking about? I do. I actually have a Skyway chart that shows mm-hmm. all the generations and the differences based on the center hub. Yeah, gar- guard or whatever you want to call it. The, the star. star thing. Yeah, the, the star, star thing with the rivets. I had the star and- thing with the rivets. And then, Dude, I've studied that chart so much, and if it, it, you have to really know how to look at it and, yeah. and identify certain things to to make a, a call on what year they're from. So yeah, not, I'm not that good at it. I'm not that good at it either, dude. Do you know who's like that, dude? Hummer people, like my H1, dude. There's dudes that'll look at that and be like, they can tell you down to like what the gear, what the how many, you know, like what the star pattern was on the differential, and like. They're like, oh, that's a 95. They only made this many of those. And I'm just like, that's great. Do you have the part? Because like, you know, like, I'm not that hardcore about it, right? But like, yeah, yeah Hummer people are like that too. Um, but yeah, dude, like, I, I just wish people would be a little bit more kind to each other and just remember why you, you know, just remember BMX, man. We all, we were all buddies once. Be a buddy. Don't be a dick. Stickers coming soon. <laughs> uh, makes it make a good shirt yeah i'm making a shirt yeah no next, you're right you're shirt. right it's just it, it's gotten out of hand it's probably not going to stop anytime soon it's just it's just what it is and you know it's it's up to the individual to, to participate or not right you can't change the industry no you can't it's like a facebook thing i saw this week someone's like please stop using the word karen to describe like you know difficult people Diff- yeah they're like i know plenty of people named karen that are awesome I'm, I'm just looking at like i totally understand what you're saying friend but you literally have to change tiktok now <laughs> <'Cause, Yeah>. like <laughs> good luck with that you know what i mean like good luck with your social your social uh, pressure to want to change the term that we've all just now used and, yeah. and accepted exactly but what's it? What's a male equivalent of a of a Karen? Is there one? Is it a Brian? It's got to be Chad. Chad, <laughs> I think it's Chad, dude. Don't be a Chad. Oh, shout out to Chads. And if you ever meet a Chad and Karen, yeah, run. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that's so funny. All right, man. Well, dude, it's been a good it's been a good run. This episode, I think we've pretty much like we've covered a lot, dude. I I didn't expect to get into the whole BMX thing. I just I don't know. I don't know why I get so frustrated at like people ripping. No, people we're going to talk about bikes. it, that, dude. That's what we do. We're going to yeah. talk about it. Some things are kind of hard for people to hear, and if you, you know, I know there's going to be some offended folks, some people that take it to heart, but maybe 
you know, maybe that's up to you to decide whether or not that fits your, your mold or not. You know, we're not singling anyone out. We're just talking about the industry and, and I'm sure a lot of people will, will have something to say good or good or indifferent or bad, but at least we're bringing it to the surface as far as putting it out on the airwaves for, uh, for others to hear. Nice. Um, Yeah. So it's fair. We're being fair. Well, dude, Hey, I literally just now got a text message from our shopping cart. Literally, literally. So if you, if you just bought a big bike BMX Jersey on Friday night at nine 59, uh, on June 26th, I'm not going to say your name. Um, shout out to you. Cause I just found out you bought a Jersey. So that, that gives me a good segue. Um, we have jerseys, dude. So my, my Instagram, this entire episode has been blowing up and literally bef- right before we jumped on to record this, um, our friend King Jacob Santos, your, your favorite writer's favorite writer, broke boy himself. I love Jacob Santos, dude. I love the way this guy rides. I absolutely adore his riding. And dude, we were talking about it earlier, like, you, like describe Jacob the way you described him earlier, because I thought it was absolutely perfect. Like the first time you met him, first impression. Um, let's see. So yeah, the first time I ever saw, or actually I didn't meet him, but I saw him ride, was in Santa Cruz, I believe 2017. Yep. Um, or 18. Maybe it was 2018. Anyways, um, at that time, Jake, Jake had on a, a, a goon jersey, um, shaved head, got the tats everywhere seems like he's unapproachable you know he's super serious got that he had a gold grill i don't know he had he just he just seems like a guy where it's like if you say what's up to him he might not even give you the time of day however um and jake's gonna eat this up but one of the most (laughs) cool guys to talk to is just like us wants to talk about bikes wants to talk about the industry wants to talk about evolution and where this can go and how he can participate and take it into that, that level, right? Um, an entrepreneur, uh, a team manager, uh, a writer, a gnarly ass writer. But yeah. Um, he wants a part of every aspect of, of BMX. Yeah. And he wants to call it BMX. And, uh-huh. and when you say bike life to him, sometimes he, he, he cringes a little. Cause he's, he's like, this is a BMX. This is BM, big bike BMX. He yep. loves this. He, he loves the name of our show. Right, right. Jacob. Right. Big bike BMX. But anyways, no, it's just such man. He's cool. He's he, a cool he, guy. He's a cool Absolutely. ass dude. Yeah. My, my first impression. So I, I followed him for a minute. Cause like, you know, I, I was, I was like, I want to follow dudes doing rad stuff on BMX bikes, big BMX bikes when I first started. And I followed this guy, Jacob Santos. I had the same thing. I'm like, this guy there's no way he's going to be like he knows who he is this is what i'm projecting on him just looking at him i'm like he knows who he is he knows he's a badass no way he's going to comment on me this old dude with a beard and tattoos um doing lawn mowers and tail whips on my bike in phoenix arizona and um he posted something about boss and he posted something about vander and I was like, dude, I wonder if I should tell him about my Vander story. Because the way he rides to me reminds, you've heard this story, but it, it reminds me of Vander. And I'm like, so I sent him a DM out of nowhere. And I'm like, 
dude, I'm old. You don't know me from anybody, but like you really remind me of a buddy of mine named Dave um, that I had when I was a kid. I grew up in Northern California. Um, like, I was like, you really remind me of my friend Dave. And I was like, you write a lot like him. I was like, and honestly, dude, I was like, he gave me a tank top one time. And I told him the story of like my Vander story of where Vander got me a free hamburger because I didn't have any money. And he goes, who are you talking about? And I was like, he's not going to know Dave Vanderspeck. I was like, there's no way he knows who I'm talking about. So I was like, my, I, was, I just kept saying Dave. Right. And he goes, what's his last name? I was like, I was like Vander. And he goes, he goes, <laughs> he goes, I literally, I hit Van, I said Vanderspeck and I hit send and he Instagram called me and dude, <laughs> true story. It's like 10 o'clock at night, bro. I'm laying in bed watching like X files on Hulu or something in a wife beater tank top and my hair, this is like Corona time, dude. So my hair is just like, looks like a giant, like just Q-tip. No, sh like it's just... <laughs> And I answered the call. Like, I was like, oh, dude, he butt dialed me. That's random. And I'm like, I wanted to do And so I had that moment where you're like, do I answer this? I think he accidentally is calling me. Also, because I'm an old dude, I've never had anybody Instagram video call me ever. I didn't know that was even a thing. And I'm like. But it keeps, it keeps ringing, right? So right. And I'm staring at it. And I'm like. <sighs> so I answered. I'm like, hello? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like hello? <laughs> He's like, he goes, dude. And then he tells me his, his like van and he has a whole Vander story. We'll have him on the show. We'll interview him. I am on the show, but like, I'm like, this dude is cool as hell. Right. And so I absolutely adore, I adore Jacob Santos because like, like you, cause we talked about it today. And that's the only reason I had you bring it up. Cause I'm like, you look at him and you think he's going to be intimidating, but that dude loves bikes as much as you do. And he wants to know what you're stoked about riding. Like he, like you see him and you like, hi, you're, you're, you know, you're, you do wall rides, you do all these big jumps, you, you know, big air, dirt, street, park, skateboard. Like this dude is literally like the, the R.L. Osborne, Dennis McCoy of our era. And this dude's just like, Dude, what are you riding today? Like, what have, what have you done? Have you like, what kind of stuff do you like to do? Like, that dude just wants you to go have a great time on your bike. That's all he cares about. He doesn't want to talk about himself. Doesn't want to like talk about like what he's doing. He just wants to hear about you. Wants to hear about like what what are you working on? What's the big trick you want to do? You know, and if you're like, oh yeah, I did this wheelie combo. He's like, that's great. Do you, can you jump your bike? You know, can you? What else can you yeah. do on your bike? He just wants you to have like more fun on your bike than you're having. And so, well, and I'll just, I'll just put it this way. He's real. Okay. He's real. He's very real. Jake, you know it. You don't, you don't have a governor. You say what you feel and that's the best part. Yeah. You know, he, he doesn't have to have to fake it because he's just going to tell you how it is. And, yeah. and I love people like that. And Jacob just seems to be like straight up and he's humble to a yeah. point of, you know, fault almost, but he also knows what he can do. Yeah. And he's not afraid to tell you. And that's awesome. Here's, here's the way I describe it. Jacob knows he's good at writing. Jacob also knows that you haven't, if you're listening to this and you ride a bike, you haven't hit your full potential yet. That's what I yeah. think. That's the way I, Jacob knows he's good. Jacob also knows there are people out here 
that will be that will surpass him in their writing skills if they just knew that they should try these other tricks. That's the way I describe him. And he's I think he's, it, I think that's so true. Like he brings out that potential that you want but didn't know you had. Yep. Um, if that makes sense, um, look at how um, kind of he 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 did that with with designer Lamar. Hundred percent, dude. Like two three months ago, I saw like there was a like one night Jacob's bunny hopping um, a fire hydrant, and then he's more excited about designer Lamar jumping the like bunny hopping the fire hydrant. Like Jacob did one picture of himself bunny hopping the fire hydrant. But then he had like a whole video sequence and like he had photos and videos and like, like, he's like, dude, check out my boy, blow up his Instagram. Look what he just did. Like he was more stoked about his buddy doing something big than he was about himself doing something big. So that's, that's, that's who Jacob Santos is. But um, what started this was Jacob, Jacob got one of our jerseys and he posted it on Instagram tonight, Friday. And my Instagram has literally, my phone has been blowing up all night with people commenting like, hey, these are cool. So everybody, I appreciate Craig and I worked on these jerseys. Um, if you want one of the Big Bike BMX jerseys, go to bigbikebmx.com. You can order a jersey. Um, we appreciate everything that, look, Craig and I are, are like, I don't even know how to describe this. Like, it's so humbling to think that someone's going to take the time out of their day to even comment on one of my posts. I legit feel that every time someone comments or says something about my post. Cause I'm like, I'm just a dude, just like you are. Um, I like bikes as much as you do. I'm, I, I don't know how to react when people are like, dude, that, that video was great. And I'm like, you know, like, I'm like, dude, thanks for, thanks for watching. Like, it's like, you watched it. Good. Thank you for watching that. You know what I mean? Like it's, a, it's such a weird thing. Um, and so like, I, I can't tell you enough how much I appreciate every single comment, every single like, every single, I try and reply to every comment on YouTube and it's starting to get hard. Um, but like, man, it's my, it's my, like I try and comment back on everyone, try and answer everyone's questions. I'm not a bike mechanic. So if you ask me about a whole lot of bike tech stuff, I'm going to answer the best I can, but dude, go see a mechanic at your bike shop. That's what they're there for. That's why I like the the live chat so much. It's yeah. live interaction. You know, it's, it's cool when people show up and they're like, <clears throat> excuse me, like, dude, like you're saying, oh man, I love this. You know, this is cool. You guys are doing a good job. And it's like, wow, thank you. You know, and, and that's what, that's really how Isaac and I feel. We are appreciative. We thank you um, for being there and just showing up, man. It's like saying, hey man, we're having a party. Who wants to come over? And you guys show up. Yeah, you show up. You're showing up with your virtual bikes, and going, "All right, dude, we'll hang out for a while." Yeah, so I, I do, dude. One of the, my favorite things is when someone comments, like, "Oh, dude, I, I watched this video, and I'm going to pick up this part, or I'm going to pick up this bike," and I'm like, "Dude, tag me and tag me on Instagram when you buy it." And it's happened like six or seven times, and someone's like, "Dude, I bought that bike, or I bought this," and they tag me, and the first time I see it, I'm like bro dude welcome to bmx like beat your back congratulations welcome back to bmx yeah it's a i get feeling, so excited man. it's the whole reason I, I do this the whole reason i do this is because i want more people to ride bikes with us i want you to ride bikes. i love it and, I, and the same thing with me you know i i love the as far as getting dms like bro i just picked up this bike what is it you know and it's like i love researching i love looking at 
you know, finding out what, Hey, here's the serial number. Can you tell me what year this is? Yo, I'll be right back. You know, give me a minute, <laughs> you know? And then I yeah. come back and they're like, dude, it doesn't matter if you follow me or not any about that. It's about a couple dudes talking bikes and you know, yeah, whatever. So yep. yeah, it's super cool. So if you want one of the jerseys, hit up Big Bike BMX. Um, it's, a, it's a jersey that we designed with a very 80s vibe. Um, when I was a kid, I was too broke to afford a jersey. And I, honestly, I didn't even know where you could buy one. I don't remember. I mean, I guess you, they probably had them in like ads. Um, I don't know, maybe Hank and Frank or somebody had jerseys. But like, I was so strapped for cash, dude. My money had to go right back into parts. I, couldn't, I didn't have enough extra money when I was a kid. Um, to buy a jersey and I always joke that I have a jersey addiction and I don't own any jerseys um, so like that was like for my anniversary this year like I bought I bought myself the SE like the replica jersey from Potter um, but you and I sat down one one night and we literally designed a jersey and then oh it just it was like wouldn't this be cool you're like yeah and then we just kept adding to it and making it bolder and brighter. And so if you want to get yourself a really, what I think is a really cool looking Jersey, um, check, you know, go to big bike BMX. You can grab a Jersey, roll one with us. If, if I see, if I, if I'm on a ride out and I see someone wearing my Jersey, um, just be prepared to, for me to freak, freak out on you. Cause I will be like, Oh my God, <laughs> dude, you have one of our jerseys. That is the sickest thing ever. Um, I'm going to want to take selfies with you. If you wear it in Santa Cruz, um, when we go out to that ride out, we, uh, I mean, I'm just going to, I'm going to flip out, but, uh, yeah, I just appreciate you even checking them out, watching them, um, looking into them, whoever that was, that just bought one. Thank you. Um, appreciate just, I, just the fact that somebody like wants that is cool. Um, I think we'll probably design some more, Craig. I think we should make some more cool looking jerseys. Yeah, definitely. It's fun. Um, if I see anybody out on a ride out with my, with the, one of our jerseys on, come up, say hi to me. We're going to do all that, you know, talk. We're going to have a, take some selfies, whatever. I'm going to post you up on the page, but I'm also going to have some swag for you. There you so go. if you come up with one and I see you, I've got something for you. Yep. And uh, I've also got some big bike BMX stickers that uh, Phoenix bike company had printed um, because the owner of the bike company also owns a printing company. So he made some stickers. Um, shoot me a DM if you want one. All you have to do is send me a self-addressed stamped envelope. And I, I try and explain that because I don't know that like the younger generation knows what a self-addressed stamped envelope is. But, like, um, right. So if you're, if you haven't watched the news, Arizona is absolutely surging for COVID right now. So I am doing my best to avoid public places like the post office. So if you send me an envelope, and inside that, you send me a letter. Inside that letter, you put your own self-addressed, which means addressed to you, another envelope with a stamp on it. I will fill it with, uh, Craig sent me some stickers today. So I have some 80s BMX Craig stickers and I have some big bike BMX stickers. Um, George from Night Bike Company sent me a couple stickers. Um, I'll throw in any stickers that LJ has sent extras over the over the time from Ride Out Supply. Um, I will, I will, dip into my own personal sticker kit collection and I will send you some big bike BMX stickers and anything else that I have. So damn, I'm um, sending you a self-addressed stamped envelope. Then that's, that sounds like a dope package, bro. I want in on that. So if you send me an, on Instagram at big bike BMX, send me a DM. I will give you my address. 
um, don't come to my house, please. But um, send me a letter. And my own, and people ask me how, you know, like how much are your, how much are your stickers? I'm like, dude, they're totally free. But here's the, here's the caveat. If you have stickers from your scene, send me some of those. Cause I want to collect stickers from where you're at. If you're like dozer, like send me some Elk Grove, Elk Grove bike life stickers. Um, Port city wheelie crew, like some of those two nine ripper guys. Um, Beast boy sent me some stickers. Like I want to ride, I want to put your stickers on my helmet, on my bike. I love that stuff. I want to hear about your scene. If you have stickers, you have a sticker like from your favorite bike shop that's local, send me that. If you don't have any of that stuff, I'm still going to send you a sticker. I'm still going to hook you up. But if you have like stickers, man, let's trade. I'd yeah, no, that's fun. Trading stickers is fun, man. I'm the same way. If you guys want to shoot me out a uh, DM and we could do a trade, that's even better. I mean, I love it. Your stickers are dope, dude. Cobra Kai? Yeah, yeah. So if you were a fan of Karate Kid, and Karate Kid is actually, I, I think it's a little bit of a BMX movie, man. You know, they had the Daniel, Daniel LaRusso had the Mongoose uh, 26er. Dude, that was a big bike. Movie. Yeah, it was a big bike, man. He threw it in the garbage can. I, I definitely want to find that apartment complex, see if it's still there. But uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Wasn't that, isn't that like out in San Dimas? I think, I don't know. You got me, dude. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, uh, definitely hit me up. I was, hit me dude, up and I'll hook you up. I was, on, I was on Instagram and I got targeted for 80s t-shirts. And um, it was like, you know, like you're scrolling through Instagram. It says sponsored. And I scroll up and it was like the Cobra Kai t-shirt. And my first instinct was like, look at Craig coming up, dude, sponsoring his own t-shirts. <laughs> I thought you were selling your own shirts, dude. I was like, look at that. Craig's selling his shirts. And then I was like, oh, no, that's the Cobra Kai. Dude, I was hey, like, that's a Cobra Kai t-shirt. I had a guy hit me up, a really, <laughs> a pretty well-known um, BMXer. I think he may be pro too. Um, hit me up and say, hey, dude, you're using the same logo as me. And I was like, cool. And his says Cobra BMX or something. Like where mine says 80s BMX Craig, but it's the same logo. It's the Cobra. Yeah. And, he, and he's sending me pictures from years ago it's it's on ramps and it's on this and he's got i'm like bro i, I don't know what to tell you man i didn't steal your your logo you know i got it so i got it from the same thing as you but we both stole it yeah i was like we gotta trade stickers he was real cool man yeah uh, his name's alessandro but uh we we definitely probably him and i need to trade decals up but uh, that's so one funny. thing i wanted to throw out there um if we're getting close to wrapping this up is that uh like isaac said earlier we appreciate all of you guys coming out and hanging out with us here on the podcast uh, that we stream on Spotify and also Apple Podcasts. But um, our show on YouTube, um, we definitely want to, uh, to get you guys out there. We've got live chats. We're, we have an incredible lineup of guests coming up, um, and we definitely have more to come. Um, again, this Monday, John Bolchins, the global brand manager of Haro Bikes. Uh, don't miss that. We'll be in the live chat with that as well. And you never know who's going to show up. So do not miss it. Yep. While, while you're there, set a reminder on this podcast or on that, on that show as well as others. But also, if you haven't yet, we humbly ask you to hit that subscribe button. And we definitely want to have you back for future uh, shows. And we don't want you to miss a thing. The way to do that is hit that subscribe button. So it'll always come up in your YouTube feed and notifications. And, uh, then you're part of the crew. You're, you know, 
big bike BMX. Hell yeah. I, I love, I love when people subscribe and then they hit that notification because the minute I post a video, like you start seeing the views, like, Oh, someone's watching this. So you'll be the first to see that stuff. Um, if you subscribe and you hit that bell, I don't know what that does for the algorithm. I'm not that smart. I'm not trying to, I don't have enough time to look into that, but that I know it notifies you because when I do that with other people, um, like a little thing pops up, it's like so-and-so just uploaded a video and I'm like, yes, I will go watch that right this moment. Um, so check that out. We appreciate everyone that subscribes. Um, and then check out, I'm going to give, I'm going to give a, a plug real quick to Tucker because Tucker, I think is doing some amazing stuff on his podcast as well. Urban Misfit sure. podcast. Um, Slim boy, nine one six on Instagram, throne rider. Um, also has been doing broke boys, broke boys. Rider has, has been doing like these really sick live, uh, live interviews, dude. I'm absolutely obsessed with them. Um, the only problem is I can't join him all the time when he does them live. Um, but I always try and pop in cause I, I have the notification. So it pops up. It's like urban misfit podcast is going live. Um, but if you like big bike content, you want to hear about up and coming riders. Um, you want to hear, you know, interviews of your favorite riders, check out urban misfit podcast on YouTube. Um, I believe he's also on Spotify and iTunes as well, but Tucker does really fun interviews. Um, Montana Ricky was recently on there. Uh, Joey from like Reno pedal blocks was recently on there. Um, he just does some really great stuff, but yeah, we appreciate all of you that subscribe and watch our stuff. Um, like, like Craig said, John Bolchins is coming up. Um, and then also, I mean, watch the Todd Lyons interview. If you want to find out more about what's going on this year with SE bikes, there's two episodes. Cause we talked to him for a long time. Um, and same thing happened with John. We're going to, we broke that up into two episodes. So the first part of our interview with John Bolgens is coming up Monday, 5 p.m. Pacific West Coast time. And it's going to be Monday, the 29th. Tune in, hang out. We'll talk about old school stuff, swatch watches, uh, just a bunch of like, like his Dude, story. I, I it's amazing. Fact, I love the fact that we, we had enough to do two parts. And if you watch the first part, and think it's over it's not because we're going to hit you with part two just like we did with todd and you do not want to miss either one of them todd laid down some stuff in the second part that if you if you just ended on the first one and didn't get into the second please go watch it you are you know you're going to get stuff that todd is not putting on his social media it only came out exclusively to us here at big bike bmx and i think there were more than two or three times you and I were jaw dropped, like looking at each other going, dude, yeah. you know, so yeah. there's those moments. So anyways, and plus you get it, you know, you get some insight um, from Todd and John into the business and their personal lives and what's going on with, with big bike BMX with Todd. And then also you're going to have to wait and see, cause John throws a whole new ball at the, at, at the game um, and talks about a lot more than just bikes, but it, we have a fun time and uh you just never know what you're going to get. Right. Yep. A hundred percent. Like talking to Todd Lyons was so much fun. Cause like, like I said, like I'm not a Todd Lyons fanboy, but man, I love talking to that guy. Like I absolutely loved talking with Todd Lyons because it's literally like talking with your like super excited friend that like you haven't talked to in a long time. And I was like, 
that's that's you know what, what you see on Instagram. What you like when you watch him do his like commentaries, his his wild man commentaries on on Facebook and Instagram. That's what it's like talking to him in person. Like that dude is just excited about everything BMX, and it's infectious because you just get so excited, and you're also like trying to be cool because you're like this is also the dude that designed my bike, and um, he's not just like a desk guy. He's like, he goes out and like jumps the shit out of your bike before you get to jump the shit out of your bike. So, you know, it's good. And, um, he's just a fun dude to hang out with and he's a fun dude to listen to. And I would like, John was absolutely like the dude is, he, he's a lot like Todd, man. He's just passionate about BMX and he grew up in the same era that we all did. If you're, if you're in your forties, he grew up in that era he understands we all did the same stuff. So the stories that he's going to tell and that you're going to hear are going to be stories that you will just relive yourself. So um, hang out and, and have fun with that. I can't wait to see you there. And, and you know what? <clears throat> I want to throw this out there. If you guys get a chance before Monday at 5 p.m., take this weekend. If you have any extra time, please Google uh, John Bulchins uh, with Haro Bikes and get a little backstory on him. Although we're going to talk about a lot, it's just real cool to have that uh, insight before going into the interview if you can. If not, don't worry about it. It's going to, a lot's going to come out. But it's an incredible story. It's not just bikes. It's an no. incredible. Um, he has an autobiography. Like they've written a book about like his, his life story up yeah. until now. And it's incredible. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And get, a little, get a little bit of knowledge and yeah. background on him there's like you can look him up the first the first link when you search him it's probably going to be his amazon like amazon because you're going to see a book that was written about his life um the second link that you'll see is going to be um uh, probably the movie trailer uh for the the hollywood movie about his life with ludicrous in it um dude blew my mind like i knew i knew a little bit about him i knew his bike so i knew i knew about him i knew his bike riding um, I didn't know the entire backstory of like how he got, I knew like, you know, I, I knew, I didn't know A, B and C. I knew C. I knew like his writing and, and what he was to Haro and, and what he was to BMX, but I didn't know how he got there. And that blew my mind. Absolutely blew my mind. His story, his story is one that, that we as a society right now need to, like, we need to hear it. We need this. We need, it's definitely something that will, will kind of open your eyes to, um, something stuff that's very relevant in our world right now. So, um, we'll, we'll see. We'll you Monday. Yeah, we'll, we'll see you Monday. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great weekend. Um, go ride your bike, do something, jump it, do a wheelie, do something fun with your bike, take a picture of yourself on it, tag Craig and I, cause we want to see you yeah. just go have fun, man. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in. This is Isaac. This is Craig. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. At Traditional Medicinals, we're thrilled to announce our new line of energizing black teas. Our herbalists have blended organic Assam and Darjeeling black tea with beneficial herbs and spices to create revitalizing, refreshing, and invigorating teas sure to put a little pep in your step. Find all our new teas at Whole Foods or order online using the code WELL20. Traditional Medicinals. It's amazing what a plant can do.